0: My first love was a castle in the sky Never thought I'd make it till I had the guts to try Then I sat up in my tower while the whole world passed me by Yeah, my first love was a castle in the sky Hey everyone, my name is Dr. Justin Short. I appreciate you being here with me on this new podcast where we're going to discuss freedom and real estate and whatever else we feel needs to be discussed. My original intent was to create this podcast, to keep in touch with a group of docs already investing in turnkey rentals and create a place to send others to get more information about what we do or to just get some new point of view regarding real estate investing. Because quite a few of the docs on the list have introduced others who may not be dentists or know anything about me from TLP, which is totally fine. So however you ended up here today, again, I'm very glad you're here. And together, we're just going to kind of see where it goes. I want to start off with A brief background for those of you who are not familiar with me or my story. I'm going to run through that to start off. And then towards the end of this podcast and subsequent podcasts, we'll break down some topics further as this podcast evolves. So we'll see. My story. I'm a dentist by trade. I graduated in 2005 from dental school. I had a couple of successful dental practices from 2006 until I sold and retired from hands-on dentistry in october of 2017 i use the word successful not as a brag but i do want to point out that making a transition out of hands-on dentistry wasn't a need or a have to but it was a want and i say that not as a shot to dentistry i think it's a great rewarding profession but i have a belief that life is short and i'm going to spend My short amount of time on earth doing what I want to do on my own timeline with the people who I want to do it with. In 2016, I began a coaching company for dentists called The Lifestyle Practice, and I finally retired from that with the exception of a handful of clients that I'm still working with in 2023. Thankfully, I was able to pass that baton of that business to three very capable doctors who made the transition for me very easy. I would have never been able to walk away from dentistry if it wasn't for the income streams created during my working years as a dentist. Those income streams are made up primarily of real estate investments I made. I started off investing in single family rentals and some duplexes, one 14 unit, and really began getting aggressive in purchasing more of those investments, probably around 2010 to 2012 timeframe. I now also have some short-term rentals in Florida in beach areas, but I didn't really begin those until 2008, 2019. My belief has always been that my long-term single-family rentals and duplexes would be my workhorses, so to speak, and pay the bills. And the short-term rentals would just kind of be the gravy on top. I've always felt, and I still do, that if times get tough, people don't always need to rent a beach house for five to $15,000 a week, but they always need a place to live. And full disclosure, I am biased towards real estate. I'm just going to put that out there. But I also feel that my biases are not based on theory. They're based on how real estate has changed my own life and created wealth to pretty much live life on my own terms, starting spending my time how I choose most days. I chose real estate as a medium for two main reasons. One, I just like it. I find real estate investing fascinating, kind of like real world monopoly. And number two, my belief was if I was going to truly live free on my own terms someday, I had two options. One, amass a large amount of cash that I could draw down on, at, let's say, 3 to 4% a year and hope that the market, something I have zero control over, bounces my way over time and that – that money doesn't run out before I die or the other option I could create some type of business or portfolio where money comes in every month where as long as I wasn't an idiot with what came in there would always be enough income to cover our life our being mine and my family's honestly of the two ways I felt like the continual cash flow method was a much more achievable and safe way for me than trying to save 10 or 20 million dollars. I don't know what it would be. So that's why I chose what I did. I will always be the first to admit that, at least for me, real estate was never a get rich quick kind of thing. I didn't make a lot of money right off the bat in real estate. I got in, I let properties mature, which we'll discuss some podcasts coming up. And as I was still practicing dentistry and didn't necessarily need the income from real estate with the thought that by giving those investments time to mature, the money would be there when I really needed it, when I decided to sell my praxis. And thankfully, it so far has worked out as planned. But Every month from deal one was not straight up and to the right, like someone like to have you believe. At least for me, it wasn't. As I mentioned earlier, I'm doing this podcast first and foremost as a way to keep in touch with those on my real estate email list. If you're listening to this, you're likely already on that list or someone from that list has told you about what we do. I don't do a lot of marketing. I don't do any marketing for it. It's just kind of grown organically, which is great. And it's really all I care about. I don't know yet if this podcast going forward will be weekly, biweekly, monthly, etc. I'm not going to stress about it though. So I still plan going forward in my own life. I still plan on doing real estate investing myself and continue doing what we do with this group for as far as I can see into the future. I watch the markets and the areas I invest in Daily, and I have for many, many years. It has never felt like work for me. As much as I enjoyed being a dentist and loved being a dental coach, real estate is the only thing that has never felt like work to me. I want this podcast to be a place where those who are already investing can send their friends or colleagues who are interested in getting started themselves to get more information and also learn and grow themselves. I've always believed that success is more sweet when you can bring others along with you and get to see them grow and enjoy the spoils also. People do ask, but if you help these other people or tell or show them where you invest or what you look for, won't that create more competition for you? To what I answer, maybe but i really can't stand that type of thinking there are always more deals out there some will call it abundance for scarcity mindset to me those are buzzwords i can't stand you're not going to hear them on this podcast but call it whatever you want to call it my goal of this podcast or anything that i've ever done isn't to look cool or sound smart which wouldn't really work anyway or start a big facebook group with thousands of people who like to hear themselves talk and brag about big deals they've done which a lot of times in my opinion brings on unneeded leverage and risk but does sound really cool and then have some big conference so i feel important and then lead those folks like lambs to some big deal that i make a lot of money off of for promoting to all those folks who really don't know any better i see that happen you likely see that happen whether you realize what's going on or not now having this podcast all to myself I don't have to be PC. I don't have to worry about bringing heat down on other folks. Any and all heat can be brought down on me. I plan on telling it like it is from my own experiences and observations. What I do now with real estate in the group I keep referring to besides invest myself is essentially help primarily dentists, although we have several non-dentists on the list these days, get started in building their own Real estate portfolio that they have complete ownership and control over. In my opinion, that is the best, albeit not the only way, to make money and invest in real estate. There's nothing wrong with investing in syndications. Some people do it because that's all they have time for, that's all they know, the camaraderie, fear of doing it themselves. But although I'm sure they're probably out there, I've personally never heard from a person I consider wealthy that they made their money investing in deals like that. Now, the people promoting those deals is a different story. I look at syndications as real estate mutual funds. That's all they are to me. Mutual funds that invest in real estate, sometimes with some minimal tax benefits. I know how they work. I know that the promoters are making the most. Again, nothing wrong with that, with them making money. I'm a capitalist, but just be up front about all the possible conflicts of interest. I also just want to give a full preface that I do not for one second think that the ways I discuss investing in real estate are the only ways or the only right ways. But I can only speak with any type of authority on the ways that have worked well for me and that I've lived and died by myself. With that disclosure out of the way, how this all came about was actually with a few of my close dental friends seeing how my passive income was increasing and asking me about that. Maybe they didn't have the know-how in the beginning, the time, and/or maybe they just couldn't find good returns in the areas that they lived. So I offered to help get them started in my area, which by luck happens to be pretty investor-friendly. I told them I would find the property because I was looking every day anyway and I would introduce them to my team that had taken me years to find and refine my systems with. And then I would sell them the property I found with a bit of spread or profit for myself for my time. Kind of like a wholesaler friend with benefits. In the beginning, I really thought it would just be a few deals to help out some friends get started and that would be it. I had absolutely zero inkling or even desire at that point that it would turn into what it has. Then those folks started buying more, and I told a few of my clients about what we had done, and those clients had the same issues, lack of time, know-how, lack of returns, and it just continued to grow organically, really almost by accident. So what I do now is I find a good deal on a property in relation to the current market conditions, and let me explain that a little bit further. There are good deals and bad deals in any market at any time. Even markets that are overpriced or can't give any returns from a cash flow standpoint, there are still some properties that are better deals or worse deals in relation to the current market conditions in that location. Even if they all suck, there are still some that suck less. And by watching the market every day in the areas we invest, I keep a tight pulse on how things are moving. I would do this anyway for my own benefit and to protect my own personal interests because I invest in these same places. I find a good property and I get it under contract. I mark it up a bit for my time and then I send it out to those on the list asking who wants it. Here's some details. This is the property. Email me if you want it. Someone emails me back saying I'll take it. I then introduce them to the team of people I work with, banker, who they've already spoken to at this point, insurance person, title company, property manager, and they purchased the property and are now real estate investors with complete control and autonomy over their own portfolio. The challenge for me is to find a deal that works and makes sense for everyone involved, a property that meets the criteria I would deem it to meet if I was gonna purchase SIT myself every deal i send out i had to be prepared to purchase it if no one else does so that's where i earn my keep i watch the markets we invest in i know the markets we invest in and i have to kiss an awful lot of frogs to find deals that make sense for everyone involved a property manager currently charges eight percent of collected rent if they have to find the tenant they take the first month's rent if we purchase a property that's occupied Already, there is no first month's rent taken out. Our property manager handles pretty much everything. They will screen and find tenants. They will handle those calls that tenants make when something breaks. They handle turning the property over and getting it through inspections when a tenant moves out. And yes, they'll handle the eviction when that's needed too, because it does happen. Time involvement for our investors is pretty minimal to extremely minimal, I'd say. And my goal for these investors is to accumulate their own assets that they have complete and total control over. Because in my own experience, and from those that I know, follow, or have studied, those are the ones that achieve the greatest wealth. Control doesn't mean they're going to be going in and fixing toilets, but they have control how long they hold it, when they sell tax advantages, how they improve, et cetera, et cetera. And then wealth used well can lead to freedom. And that's my goal. I will say that we all have ups and downs. I have furnaces that go out. I have tenants that don't pay sometimes. But in general, nothing, not even dentistry, has created wealth in my life like real estate has. And I can honestly say that is my goal for each and every one of you. I know a lot of this was old hat for a lot of you who have already been purchasing properties and growing your portfolio. But to some of you, I'm sure it's new. And as we go along and continue, I hope that you're encouraged to begin down your own real estate investing path. I lose no amount of sleep. If you just want to listen along on the podcast and have no intentions of buying real estate in St. Louis like our group does, that's perfectly fine. doesn't matter to me. So again, as we wrap up this first one this was the intro podcast i know kind of basic but i need to provide some context and i'm hoping to get more into the media stuff coming up very soon if you have any questions you're always welcome to email me at short at yahoo.com i'm keeping the non-fancy non-pretentious email for now and we'll see if i upgrade that at all who knows but Thanks again for listening, and next time we're going to begin digging in. Peace. My first love was a castle in the sky Never thought I'd make it till I had the guts to try Then I sat up in my tower while The whole world passed me by Yeah, my first love was a castle in the sky